This is a Yellow Wave production. Fun fact, guys, a couple fun facts for you. This is like trip number 55 around the microphone stand here, trying to get a recording, because this week almost didn't happen. And as I'm saying that, I don't, I'm not positive that it is going to happen, but I'm at least trying to make it happen. So <clears throat> yesterday, I recorded, oh, for a little over an hour and a half, I'd say, and... The topic was human design, and then I listened to it, and I'm just like f being sick on top of everything. Like, this is not the time for human design. I can't do that. That's just horrible. So then today I was like all day long assuming, well, no episode this week. There's nothing I can do. My husband's quite busy today. I've got my son, and I'm still sick. I'm way better than I was, but I'm still sick. Thought... All right. Also, I've got Augie's birthday party this weekend. Like, I can't overdo everything all the time. I, I do it anyways. I know better, but I can't do that plus this and then expect to be able to enjoy his party or to even be okay this week for getting ready and all that stuff. So then I'm like, all right, whatever. Come home, st get all this research and stuff that I've got for Myers-Briggs, and then I'm just like... <sighs> Nope, that's not it either. Then I'm like, I'm just going to talk about being sick. Like, what you need when you're sick, what you crave when you're sick, the different kinds of sick there are. And then I'm like, or, considering the fact that it's Augie's birthday this Sunday, and there's quite a few people I know expecting babies literally any minute now, and I know so many parents already and parents to be soon. It's just like crazy to me that I didn't think of this sooner. Duh. Talk about being a mom, a parent, and all the things they didn't tell you. And hit, like, give little tips and hints and clues and whatever. Which, with everything, excuse me for a second. <clears throat> with everything, it's, you know, take it or leave it. But... I wasn't ready to talk about his story yet of how everything happened. I'm still not, obviously. Um, and I might touch on that a little bit. I can't tell you for sure because I don't even know what I'm going to do until I'm doing it. So, I mean, to be fair, it's it's news to me too half the time, every day, the things I do. <laughs> but yeah, I thought, okay, I'm feeling very nostalgic. I'm also feeling very 
proud of him and sad too though like watching him change so quickly and it's and but it's exciting at the same time just all the things that no one tells you or things people tell you and you brush it off you don't even give it a second thought and then you realize holy shit they were right and I should have listened then and just all of the things literally all of the things that I can think of so I'm going to take a break real quick because my dogs are barking for probably the fifth, 50th time since I've been home. I've been home for an hour. It's insane. Traffic is crazy. I don't know what it is, what's going on, but let me go deal with that and then I'll be back and we'll jump right into, I don't even know what to call it, being a mom, a parent, and like all the shit they never told you that you want to tell other people. Like, I'm going to fix that right now, Okay. You don't have to worry about, why didn't she tell me with me? I got you. I'll be back. Anyone can be a victim of human trafficking. Female survivor number one, human trafficking is slavery. Male survivor number two, and it happens all over America. Male survivor number three, any child, any woman, any man could potentially become a victim of human trafficking. Female survivor number four, I am a victim of labor trafficking. Male survivor number three, I was a victim of child sex trafficking, but now I own my body. Male survivor number two, human trafficking is any kind of forced labor. Female survivor number five, it can happen to anybody. Female survivor number four, I am a mother. Female survivor number six, I am an author. Male survivor number three, I am a son. Female survivor number seven, I'm an advocate. Male survivor number eight. I am an educator. Female survivor number five. I'm a sister. Male survivor number two. I am a brother. Female survivor number six. I'm so much more than what happened to me. Male survivor number eight. I am strong. Female survivor number one. I am brave. Female survivor number four. I am outspoken. Male survivor number three. I am compassionate. Male survivor number eight. I am a survivor. Female survivor number seven. I am a survivor. Male survivor number two. I am a survivor. Survivor number four. I am a survivor. Male survivor number three. I am a survivor. Female survivor number one. I am a survivor of human trafficking. All of a sudden, something that was like ready to rock and roll and just come. I'm ready to, I was coming out of the gates with this stuff. Next thing I know, I'm like, oh, again, blockage. Because that happens with me when so many things went out and I'm just like, what if I forget something? I cannot even tell you how many things I wish I knew before I had August. Would it change anything? No. Would I still have gone through and ha- like followed through and had him if like some magical creature said, hey, Britt, here's the thing. We're going to sit down and review all the things you wish you knew. And then at the end of this, you get to decide if you want to still do it. I'd be like, stop talking. Duh. But I do think it's important to share this because somebody listening might get something out of this, whether they're thinking about having a baby or they just had one or they're pregnant or 
fill in the blank with whatever you want. doesn't matter. I think it's relatable, and I think it's um, worthy of sharing, to be honest. So let's see. Again, where the hell do I start? So you know what? I'm just going to take off the pressure, put my phone away, all the notes that I have that I just scribbled down real quick. It's all going to go away because I don't need that. All right. So let's see. Things, something that I wish I knew about or was made aware about before I had kids. Well, I should say kid, Augie, whatever. Let's not focus on that. Um, Is the fact that you are not, so when you get home, however, whatever goes down at the hospital, which is another thing. It could range from A to Z. Like your shit, your experience could be so bumpy. It could be so short. It could be so quick. It could be so long. It could be anything you can imagine. And then some, regardless of what happens at the hospital, when you get home, so clearly you're healthy enough in whatever, like, which is another thing. Cause are you, but that aside, you're healthy enough to go home with your family and care for this baby. Great. Awesome. Uh, I wish I knew that broken sleep for me is never okay. Especially when I'm trying to heal from actual physical and mental trauma, which birth alone, even the easiest birth can be considered trauma. Um, but when anything goes awry or anything happens that can switch that up it is a whole different ball game and everything that could happen did for me and I was like seriously like all right I'm fine I'm good let's do it but still looking back no no not okay at all I really needed help and I had the best help in the form of my husband JC Lawson who actually I'm gonna have to blow up that name out shit didn't I even think about that either way he is amazing. He is, there needs to be a whole other podcast for that one, for real, if I'm being honest. He is, he's astounding. He is truly the most, you guys, I can't with this. I didn't even think it was going to go to that, but. He is so much, so much more than I can even talk about right now. So I'm moving right along because I can't, I can't go there because then I'm done. Shut down for the night. But all you need to know about him is he will get your shit done. He will get anything done. Always. He's on top of that. If anything, he's already got it done because he guessed five steps ago what you needed. And he did it. It's crazy. But anyways, I had the best help ever and... I'm telling you right now, there were times when I actually were, I was concerned that I was losing my mind. The first couple days, especially, it gets a little bit easier after that, but those first couple days, oh my God. If you can survive that, I am convinced that you can survive anything. Side note, sidebar, 
Everybody gather around. I'm not crying. You're crying, first of all. Uh, I might cry eventually when I keep thinking about August turning three, but I'm not crying. I'm sick. So just excuse me for all my sounds. Also, (laughs) if I'm yelling, (coughs) excuse me, my bad. If I'm yelling, I all of a sudden cannot hear out of my left ear and maybe my right too. I'm not sure. I'm not positive. Anyways, it's all crumbling down around me. (laughs) So yeah, the whole first week home thing is something that I was blindsided by. Um, other facts. Let's. I'm. Ha- I'm gonna have to go through this quickly, which is probably good because that will keep me from getting too emotional. Um, not that that's a bad thing. I just. I don't have the time for that right now. And also, I don't want to scare anybody because it's amazing. It's not. It is scary, but it's also just like you're gonna be fine. It's just stuff to think about or to listen to and then feel less alone if if nothing else if you're going through it if you're in the thick of it you can listen to this and relate and and you can feel less alone other things that i had no idea about in case you didn't know you could die (laughs) so like Obviously, I quote unquote knew that because you learn about stuff in school, especially in nursing school and all that fun stuff. But you don't actually think about that because you're not that person. You're super healthy. You are young. Like you can do this. It's fine. Well, guess what? That doesn't. You can be all those things. Hi, Brit over here. I'm all of those things. And I almost died. That's a whole other thing, a whole other enchilada, but you just need to realize the fact that like childbirth, raising, so growing a child, bringing the child into the world, all of that is actually super, super, super risky, even though we've been doing it since the beginning of time, obviously, it, there are risks and you're not immune to them. Okay, it's like that in psychology when you're learning about that in high school. They're like, oh, you're invincible. I never felt invincible. I just truly did not even think that that could touch me because of how could it touch me? I'm healthy. Like, it's just so confusing. But it's true. You could die or there could be complications. There could so many different things with that. Um, Another one is postpartum. I knew what it was. Sure, shit didn't know how it felt until I was experiencing it for a long time, it felt like, forever. That is a, uh, oh, honestly, I'm going to have to do, I was actually talking about that with somebody this two weekends ago, a couple weeks ago, whatever, Um, how I'm going to have to do a postpartum specific episode, just straight up one full episode dedicated to postpartum. And honestly, I could see that going into two episodes if we're being truthful, which we always are here at Earth to Brit. Another thing I wish I knew is that your birth plan, if you have one, doesn't always happen, which I didn't have a birth plan, so to speak. I just had an idea of how it would go. I knew what I wanted, and I just assumed that it would follow through naturally. Not the case. Actually, the exact opposite of everything, including the time, um, 
being prepared. There was no preparation. Our son's room was, I mean, there was literally, we were turned upside down like, hey guys, let's go. It's happening. But we didn't even know it was happening because it wasn't him like trying to come into the world. It was me in my placenta. The placenta was abrupting. It's basically the first part of that story. And nobody plans for that. Why would you? It's less than 1% chance of happening. So, yeah, whether you've got a plan to the detail, whether you've got an idea like I did and you're pretty open, but you also like follow your gut and you know what you want and what you don't want, doesn't matter. It might not happen. And you need to understand that and that, you don't, I don't want anyone out there like accepting that as if it's their truth because I don't want that for you. I want you to have whatever it is that you want or what you've planned. But I want you to also be aware that it could go a different way. And just that awareness and that openness, if that were to happen, but don't expect it because you're, you don't need to do that. You're better than that. I want more for you. But if that does happen, again, we're getting into tricky territory. I just want for everyone out there listening to know whether it's already happened or it's going to happen or whatever. You can say no to so many things, all the things really, but also your plan, whether you have one or not, like I've mentioned a couple times now, I'm getting sidetracked and I apologize. Um, I'm, I'm feeling nervous because I have to hurry because I'm going to be out of recording time for the rest of the night real soon here and I always want to bring my best self to you guys so wrapping that one up your birth plan whether you have one or not it might not happen it might happen to to the exact moments whatever regardless I wish you the best I hope that if you're the one listening who has a baby on the way that everything works out or if you plan on it I hope it all works out but I want you to know that no matter what happens, it's worked out because it's happened. Like everything's going to be okay. And if you don't believe that or you need help with that, reach out to me, reach out to a friend, anything you need to do, but it's, it's truly going to be okay. Another thing that kind of follows the one I talked about previously was birth plans. Well, I should say what I fumbled through with that. (laughs) I'm going to get better at this. Don't you worry. Uh, Your child's birth might actually, instead of being what it's supposed to be, which is an an amazing moment, uh, incredible memory, a life goal, all of those things, which at the end of the day, it is a life goal. It is an incredible moment, but it might not happen the way you think it's going to happen. And it might, on top of all of that, those possibilities it might be a source of severe trauma and a deep grief for you as the mom in a way that doesn't allow for proper action or sequences of events so when you have this deep trauma and this grief but also the birth of a child there's not really room right now in society for you as the mom to deal with that appropriately because it's like get up and go (laughs) basically like survive and then once you do that 
get up and go and just forward movement. There's no time to process. There's just not. There really isn't. And that can look a lot of different ways. Like that can look like a lot of different things. So basically it could be like something severe trauma to where it was like my situation where I almost died. Like I truly almost died. And we are so lucky that Augie was so advanced. Thanks mother nature. Like that's a whole other podcast. I know I say it all the time. That's going to be a t-shirt. I'm going to make a t-shirt. That's a whole other episode or that's a whole other podcast. Both of them coming soon. Um, but I mean, I'm kidding, but I mean, that's a good idea, but in all seriousness, you, you just can't even process that, let alone touch it because it's so fresh and there's just so much that needs to happen for you to be okay. But the grief part that can look any certain way. So like, say you're not on that deep end like I was where you didn't almost die that things weren't absolutely absurd and like less than one percent chance of happening this and that and that all over the board say you had a fairly normal whatever normal delivery however you want to word it and then it was different than what you wanted and you didn't have a choice in that so like losing the choice or the experience that you had planned counts as grief Okay, and it's not less than anyone else's. It's not less than my grief. That hurts. If you wanted things to go a certain way and they didn't, or things were supposed to go a certain way and they didn't, you have the right to grieve that. And you should because that is something that you weren't wanting or expecting. So that's something else that I would never have even touched upon. Because in my mind, it was all going to be all natural, like boom, 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 no issues. I mean, it's laughable. Um, and not in a self-deprecating way, just like it's laughable how crazy it is, life, and how little control we actually have. Like I have no control. Who am I? I thought I had all the I had I thought I had all the control. I have none of it. And the things I can control are my perspective on the situation, which is why I am okay today. Because to this minute, right now, even thinking about my son turning three makes me want to cry and laugh and all these things, but, and like reflect on his birth and just so many things that, I mean, I was, my world was upended. I don't know how else to say it, but my perspective is all I can do. That's all I have control over. What I do with what happens. You know, I can set it up and I'll never stop doing that. I'll never stop expecting the best. I'll never stop um, setting things up to be easy or the way I want them to go. But when they don't and when shit gets crazy, um, I roll with it because that's my perspective. That's all that's all I can do. And I choose to do that instead of fight it. Um, I'm going to take a break real quick because I'm pretty sure there's a sponsor coming up. And if not, I've made my own stuff because that's what I do. That's what I do. I get ahead of the game. I'm ahead of it. So yeah, I'll be with you guys with the final stuff when we come back. Human trafficking 
also known as trafficking in persons or modern-day slavery, is a crime that involves the exploitation of a person for the purpose of compelled labor or a commercial sex act. While the U.S. Department of Justice has long enforced criminal laws against involuntary servitude and slavery, the enactment of the Trafficking Victims Protection Act of 2000 brought new benefits, services, and criminal penalties to address human trafficking in a more comprehensive and effective way. What is human trafficking? The TVPA defines a severe form of trafficking in persons as sex trafficking, the recruitment, harboring, transportation, provision, obtaining, patronizing, or soliciting of a person for the purpose of a commercial sex act in which a commercial sex act is induced by force, fraud, or or coercion, or in which the person induced to perform such act has not attained 18 years of age, or the recruitment, harboring, transportation, provision, or obtaining of a person for labor or services through the use of force, fraud, or coercion, that word again, for the purpose of subjection to involuntary servitude, peonage, debt bondage, or slavery. Okay, so things are gonna move real quick now because I have to, I have to do this, you guys. I'm like so excited about this. Um, okay, so you're gonna become the strongest version of yourself in every single way. And no one told me that. I am like a, not demure, but like not pa- passive aggressive either. Um, basically like, if you say the sky is green and it's blue, okay, whatever. I'm whatever it takes to keep the peace. Not anymore. But only when that applies to protecting my son in the way that I feel in my heart of hearts, like in my body. It's it's not even a decision that I know I'm making when something comes up or somebody asks me something or anything like that, any danger, any threat, anything my body reacts before my brain and I follow that because it has never led me astray. It is crazy. And also I am willing to be that person that people like in my mind being so laissez-faire, especially in the past, if I see somebody who's like arguing with somebody about anything, I'm just like, what the fuck does it just stop? It doesn't even matter. But when it comes to my son, I am his number one advocate and I have got his back and I will be sure that he gets the best of the best in what he needs and no one will ever question me or harm him if I'm involved in any way, shape, or form. You want to get to him, you will have to get through me and you will not do it. It, It's not possible. I don't care how small I look, how skinny I am. I don't care. I will end you. So what I just said right then is actual fact. And I feel right now just saying that and giving that little speech. I am like cracking my nut. I am ready to go to town. I'm, I'm going to brawl for him. That's what I'm going to do. And you will too. You're going to be amazed at the person you're going to become and the things you're willing to do and how you're willing to quote unquote look. You embarrassment cannot touch you. You can't be embarrassed. You're protecting your child. And it's a really neat thing that I had no idea was coming. 
Another thing is your body will change. Okay, it's going to. Not always, I'm not, like people assume that means a bad way. No, easy. Sometimes, and that's what a lot of people talk about because that's, you know, like the weird, like, oh my God, you don't talk about the good things so much as you talk about the bad things, generally. So it will change. Like there's gonna be times when you are just like, I can't lose weight for the life of me. And then the second you stop trying, you're skinnier than ever. There's like when I first had Augie, couldn't lose weight, couldn't lose weight. Like there was a thyroid issue and then it felt like forever, but it was like two weeks, which is kind of laughable now looking back. Um, But then soon after, all the way up to a year, I was tiny, like super tiny, like right back to normal, if not less than. And then it started to go up a little bit, but come to find out that was from my love of wine and I've given that up. I actually can't tell you the last time I had wine. It's been over like five months, way back down. Like it's crazy. The things that will affect you and the things that won't. You're just going to have to learn to roll with it. Also, my eyes, my entire life have been extremely blue. As soon as I was pregnant with Augie, I, I remember looking back People telling me, your eyes look green today, or they look blue today, or whatever. Once I had him, my eyes are green almost all of the time. There are times that I will look in the mirror, and I'm like, whoa, they're blue today. But those are like rare days. They're mostly green. The fact that they change colors in general, and it does not matter what I'm wearing, which is, that's the key. Think about that. It doesn't matter what I'm wearing. My eyes will change colors. They'll be blue or green. Mostly green now. But I've never had green eyes before. That's crazy to me. Another thing that's going to happen when you're pregnant, it's going to start there, but it's going to only get more intense. Like once you accept that you're pregnant and you kind of get on board with that and in touch with that version of yourself, once you deliver the baby and then afterwards, it's going to be... Could be, I should say, because I don't know that everyone feels this way, but it's going to be a huge adjustment. So when I was pregnant, I just remember thinking like I always thought I would feel totally fine on top of the world, like a total Leo, the Leo that I am, like sexy, feminine. And I did to a point, but it was just such a weird thing, especially for me. You guys, I have always been like a stick super skinny chicken legs just like super tiny and that's always been my body shape I I literally don't know anything else and so to have this round belly like it was just so much to get used to and to understand and to dress like I haven't I didn't even know what to do I still don't but afterwards it's like not only body wise but So like as your body's changing and it's morphing and it's going back to normal, you know, and and honestly, I feel like a lot of the times it's actually like even better than it was before. That again, I'm going to say it, that's another episode, (laughs) but seriously, there's times I'm just like, wow, like I look and feel amazing, even better than I ever have even way before like at my on my best day before pregnancy it's crazy like and then you think 
to look back, you're like, I never thought that that would happen. And when it does, it's just such a good feeling. But that aside, more so not mentally, but like, and not emotionally, like a combo, like who you are as a person literally is so up in the air. You are treading ground that you've never even seen before. It is exploration at its finest. It's it's insane. You just you don't know who you are. You you're a mom, so now you've got your own body back, and there's nothing inside of it, no baby. But there was at one point, and then now that baby's out and in the world, and it's just like, who am I? Like my interests have to change because I'm responsible for this child. So then all this stuff is happening at once. It's insane. The fact that we survive this, you guys, as women, like give yourselves a round of applause right now. We are truly phenomenal. We are magical. Anyways, um, I can't hear right now, by the way, I just realized I cannot hear out of my ears. I hope I'm not yelling at you guys. I really don't want to scratch this episode because I think it's so important, but I'm doing my best. So if if I'm yelling, I'm sorry, bear with me, power through, I'm doing the same. Let's get this stuff out there for everyone to hear, including men, okay? Because you need to hear this too, because we all know somebody who's had a baby or is going to have a baby because you're, we're here because of that, our mothers. So keep that in mind. And just bear with me. But it's like you you feel like an imposter in your own body. You have no idea who you are and it just takes time to come back to that. But you will. You will come back to it. Um, but give yourself the space to f- just work through that. Because no one ever told me. Like you hear comments like I don't feel like myself or it's weird. And it is. But you can do it. You can work through that. And you need to just like give yourself that time. You know what I mean? Don't look left. Don't look right. Don't look at anybody else or compare yourself. Give yourself the time you need. And that touching on that makes me think of those who have had miscarriages because it's the same thing, except the energy has changed. The baby's energy form has changed. They still exist. They're just not in the same form so if anything that's even more work to be done because you have to accept that on top of everything else that you would be having to accept as a new mother and whatnot again my dogs are barking i can't take this it's not even corn fest yet please hold i'll be back who are the victims of human trafficking Anyone who is compelled through force, fraud, or coercion to perform any kind of work or commercial sex act by another person and any minor engaged in a commercial sex act is a human trafficking victim. Victims of human trafficking come from all walks of life and are entrapped in many different settings. Anyone can be a victim, regardless of their race, color, national origin, disability, religion, age, gender, sexual orientation, gender identity, socioeconomic status, or citizenship status. While there is no defining characteristic that all victims share, traffickers frequently prey on individuals who are poor, vulnerable, living in an unsafe situation, or or are in search of a better life. 
These victims are deceived by false promises of love, a good job, or a stable life and are lured into situations where they are forced to work under deplorable conditions with little to no pay. Whether made to work in agriculture, a factory, or a strip club, forced into commercial sex, or abused in a home as a domestic servant, federal law recognizes these individuals as victims of human trafficking. For information on human trafficking, visit humantraffickinghotline.org or call 1-888-373-7888 or text HELP or INFO to 233-733. Alright guys, pretty sure, pretty sure I've got everybody down and out. Like, everybody's in bed, everybody's been tucked in. I think we're good for now. <laughs> I just have like three things I want to say before I wrap up. Um, and one of those, well, okay, a couple things. My mind is like pulling me in so many directions. But when, alright, awesome, great segue. I'll lean into that, your mind. It's going to be different. You're, in one way, you're not going to be able to remember shit. You're not going to be able to remember what you had for breakfast. You're not going to be able to remember to eat breakfast, like, sometimes. I'm not kidding. Your brain is going to be mush in a sense. But in another sense, you are going to be unstoppable because of all the things that you are juggling at any given moment, all throughout the day, every day, 24-7, 365 days a year. Something, things that you thought you could never do before, you're not only doing it, you're doing it and other things on top of it before, and you don't even know it. You don't even realize the things you're doing. You are unstoppable. Once you get your groove, you could have any job, you could create a business if you wanted. You can do anything you want. You are unstoppable. Your brain and your ability to do so many things all the time, it's going to be mind-blowing to you the sooner you see that the sooner you can use it to your advantage and the second that somebody tells you that that's not true or that you because you're a mom it's a worrisome like i don't know if i want to hire you you're a mom walk first of all if you're bigger than me you'll just walk away if not you're gonna say something and you're gonna explain everything and put them in their place and then walk away However you choose to go about that, you do you. I got you regardless. Then another thing is, um, well, <laughs> another thing on another thing, because again, I don't, I, if I got paid for how many times I said this ever in the podcast, but especially this episode, I would be rolling in the dough. I would be literally taking like a huge vacation right now and just, rolling my body around in $100 bills. This next thing I'm going to talk about is for another episode. (laughs) I laugh, but I'm not kidding. It's serious. The whole time off from work for you as a mom and for your husband and for yourself, like your unit as a family, is really messed up in the U.S. It is really messed up. It's been messed up. And it's been acknowledged in the past. But lately, it has been 
climbing the charts. That shit is growing to be too uncomfortable for people. Thank God it's about time. We'll continue that another time. But you're going to realize, you're actually going to realize, holy shit, you expect me to do what now? Yes. I'm shaking my head. Yes. You don't have to, but yep, you are expected to. So get ready for that fun train. And uh, I'm just going to finish this off right now by saying you're going to be amazed at your ability to laugh and cry and be angry and to juggle and to give up stuff and to pick up stuff and just you are going to be turned upside down, inside out, around and around, over and over. You're not going to know what the heck is going on ever while also knowing what every single thing that's happening. Don't ask me how, because I know it doesn't sound like it makes sense, but it makes sense, I promise. But through all of that stuff, at the end of it all, at the end of the day, you know best and you've got this. And if you need help or if you need to vent, do it. Do it. And if you don't have somebody to do that with, call me, text me, email me. I'm, I mean, as you can tell, I've steadily declined this entire episode and I refuse to give up on you. That's the only reason I'm doing this, you guys. I've put the most into this one episode and it might not seem like it, but it's so important to me that people know this, but also you as the new mom or the mom-to-be or thinking about having kids, whatever, or someone who knows somebody in that situation, which we all do. You're not alone. You're not, okay? It's going to feel like it. It really is. You're going to feel like you're the only one who's ever experienced any of these things you're about to go through or that you've gone through, what have you. You haven't. You're not the only one. And you're never going to, you're not ever going to only be the one. That doesn't make sense. You guys, I think my cough medicine is kicking in. I don't even know what I just said. What I meant to say was, I'm going to really make this quick. You're not the only one. You're not ever, you've never been the only one. Like there's been a hundred million before you. There's going to be a hundred million after you. There's a hundred million that are having kids at the same time as you. You're never alone ever. No matter how much alone you feel like no matter how alone you feel, it's not true. So reach out and don't be embarrassed. Okay. No matter what anyone says to you, don't be embarrassed. I feel like I'm just going to just keep on saying stuff. I can't end this episode. It's just so important to me, but I have to because it's time to go. I am exhausted and I need to sleep and my cough medicine is kicking in. And before we know it, no one's going to know what I'm saying. And it's truly going to be an earth to bread episode. And I, I don't, I don't want that. Nobody wants that. So I'm so happy that I pushed through, followed through, and made this happen. I'm sorry if parts of it didn't make sense. I'm sorry if this wasn't what you were looking for. At the same time, I'm not sorry because this is my podcast and this is what came up this week. Also, it's my son's third birthday on Sunday. So everyone take a moment and just send, close your eyes and think of them. Or the happiest little boy in the world, pure sunshine, if you've never met him. And send us all some love. We really could use it. And I really look forward to celebrating this year with everyone. Hope to see you there. And if not, I will see you next week for another episode. Bye. Earth to Brit can be found wherever you go to get your next podcast fix. My handle on Instagram and Facebook is Earth to Brit Podcast. Emails can be sent to earthtobrit.podcast 
at gmail.com. The podcast website is www.anchor.fm slash earth to Brit. Remember, Brit is spelled with two T's, B-R-I-T-T. One more thing, if you haven't subscribed yet, please take a minute and do that right now. And while you're at it, head on over to iTunes and rate and review the show. Each comment, each rate, each review, all of it, it all means so much to me. And you might be thinking, oh, I'm just one person. I can't, I can't have an impact. You sure can. You sure can. And you do every time that you rate and review my show. So do that now, okay? Thank you so much. I love you guys. Bye. That's a wrap. Peace out. No, 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 no. This is what I'm made with. This is love. This is a Yellow Wave production.